What time is it? What time is it's it? 2 it's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. Welcome, 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 guys. I am KC. I am here with Hendrix. We are two awkward ass millennials, and I'm welcoming you guys to the 2 a.m. podcast. What it do? What's going on, good people? What's going on? Why are you so extra? Well, it's part of my charm, really. Part of your charm? Yes, part of okay. my part of my freaking charm. Thank okay. you very much. Like a charm bracelet, or like actual charm? Like, are you just like really trying to be extra and dramatic, no. or are you really feel that extra and dramatic, like in your soul? I am the human sarcasm machine. Uh, I think I'm pretty better at it than you are, but mm. nah, you know, mm. who's keeping score really? Yeah, I am. Way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I hope you guys are all doing well. I hope you had a good weekend and a good week and that everything in your life is going great. Or even if it's not, you're practicing your positive vibes and trying to see the good in everything. When you're in a pit of fire, if you can still just say, I'm fine, everything is good. Mm. Seriously. Mm-hmm. It's the, you know the meme where like the little dog is like... Yeah, in the, the meme of my life, yes. Yeah, I no. Do. See, that, that meme literally happened know. to me and my friends. Like, we went to... I don't, did I talk about this? We went to Oasis, the little hot tub place. And it was the funniest shit that I've ever experienced. We didn't want to be horrible people. And you know, like complainers, like habitual complainers and shit. You know, I didn't want to be niggas. Why you had to say that? Like I'm just saying. That, that's the most accurate representation yeah. of that complainers thank you very much because any p- group of people can complain okay so True. we didn't want to be complainers but like they had told us like if the water's too cool or it's too hot give us a call we'll adjust it and so like we're in the water we're chilling dancing emphasizing and uh we're like you know it's a little it could be hotter you know what i'm saying it could be hotter and so uh i called and i'm like um she's i was like can y'all turn it up it's a little it's a little too chilly for us you know what i'm saying and we was outside too no, so like, they turned the heat up on you and so we asked we asked we requested this it's our fault and so it was like um we're gonna uh, turn up like you want it 102 or 103 it said 101 now and we're like what's, what's two degrees you know what i'm saying so, <laughs> But, um, they turned it up to 103, and um, we proceeded to all die. Um, we were sweating and everything, and it was just kind of like, should we call back? And it was just like, <laughs> we don't want to be those niggas. You know what like, I'm we, we fucked up. Bro. We fucked up. <laughs> exactly. Where you want to be the We was way too ambitious. So we was definitely in the house, nigga, like on fire, like, this is fine, <laughs> like trying to thug it out. And <laughs> <laughs> nigga so maybe we should have done too <laughs> like maybe we shouldn't just said nothing like we was good we was good the first time we was in that bitch dying like so, I'm about to die they had us at perfect settings and we didn't even know <laughs> we didn't appreciate see that's the, that's a perfect example you gotta be more appreciative of what you got <laughs> oh yeah this this is nice but it could be better that's exactly how we was like oh this could be better see that's that 8020 right there <laughs> <laughs> this is nice, but it could be better. You know, it's two degrees. Fuck it. That's the eighty twenty. We like, oh, you know, this is so beautiful, so perfect, it's scenic. Well, I mean, what can know, we improve? You could have just said that, like, with weather degrees. <laughs> like, you know, when it's eighty eight, it's like, oh, it's cool. And it's ninety, it's like, oh, fuck, it's hot. <laughs> That's true. It's That's hot true. as fuck. 
<laughs> just by being 90s. Like, That's true. Like, we didn't think about that. Because, like, oh, it's 101. It's like, 102, like 102, 103. Like, 103. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, that's a horrible, horrible, yeah, I horrible. Wanted, yeah, I wanted some excitement in your life. Yeah, <sighs> we literally was in the bit dying. Like, we, could, we was trying to be cool, continue our conversation. We couldn't really even sit down anymore. We was all sitting, like, on top with our legs in it. Like, it, was just, <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. So, when we seen my friend, we posted that freaking meme. And, like, our group chat was like, nigga, this was us. Like, this is fine. Let's <laughs> try to be normal. We was dying. Like, we was in the group chat fooling. It was so funny. We just like, like, Jesus, be an ice cube. I'm so sorry <laughs> for bothering these workers and harassing them. Oh, God. They was just trying to do their job on a Friday night. And I just right, had to they, be different. They had y'all set up. Like, y'all, y'all didn't appreciate it. We yeah. didn't appreciate You know what I'm saying? So, appreciate. You know what I'm saying? You take anything from us being set on fire. It's just appreciate the things that you have. <laughs> oh, Lord. It's a fire. <laughs> like, oh, it's hot in tail in here. <laughs> but anyways, Hendrix, how, how are you doing? What's um, going I'm on? doing pretty good. Can't, you know, not willing to complain about anything. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't that's never a no, good idea not complain about anything but you know everything is good everything's falling into place so you know I, I can't I actually can't complain you know it could always be better but yeah I'm, I'm fine with my current situation so everything's good <laughs> I mean, I'm fine. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm good. That's good. That's great. How I'm, about you? I'm glad to hear it. I'm okay. I don't think I feel like my house in general is on fire. But like the meme says, I am fine. I'm always fine. You know, what I'm, saying? I'm good. I'm dancing, and emphasizing through the troubles, dodging the bullshit, and uh, celebrating all of my greatness and my glory. Hallelujah. You know what I'm saying? What? No, I, I didn't say nothing. You know, I feel, I feel the <laughs> bullshit coming <laughs> off of you. I want to be those kind of poets and they'd be like, I feel <laughs> the feels. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a, a live podcast uh, look. Like, I should have saw the look I gave her. He'd be on some bullshit on a very, very, very regular basis. So we just kind of ignore him. We just be like, oh, you know, that's Hendrix doing Hendrix shit. You know what I'm saying? We just kind of let him cook and shit and keep it pushing. <laughs> yeah, they let you cook. You know. <laughs> They did. <laughs> I felt like all I needed was an apple in my mouth, nigga. I felt like a pig. It was hard out here. But it's okay, though. I'm better now, you know what I'm saying? In cooler temperatures. And, um. Cooler than a motherfucker. You see, I have a long sleeve shirt on. I mean, honestly. It's hot in here, though. It's hot no, as fucking here. It is. It is. I don't know what, what happened to you. Like, who's this person I'm looking at right now? Well, well, I, knew we, well I knew we had to do the show, so I didn't cut it on or cut it down. I mean, you could crack a window or something. It's Jesus set to Christ. 75. That's a very crack normal temperature. A window. Why are you so hot, big fella? <laughs> cool down. <laughs> Time for you to cool off, sir. I've had coffee and water. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sweating. I can anticipate going in this fucking uh, torture chamber today. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? Positive vibes only. Somebody tell me that you just need to have a positive outlook on everything. And it, that person is a fucking liar. And enjoy <laughs> the times of your life. There's no way to have a positive outlook on everything. In the moments. Like, and I was like throwing shit at them. I'm like, so, you know, what would you do if it was like, you know, uh, you couldn't pay your rent? You got kicked out and you lost your job. I was like, well, I would just have to figure out how to get back on my feet. And I would like, you know, maybe, you know, find somewhere to stay. Stay with a family member. Say I need a couple months and uh, just that because I can't do anything about it. Why stress? And I'm yeah, just that, like. That person has never lost their job or been kicked out <laughs> and had to lose it with somebody else. It's not that fucking simple at all. I'm like, well, you just so positive. I'm so inspired. I'm trying to be like you when I grow up, homie. Shit. Like, it was, it was real inspiring. I'm not that person. I panic about everything. So, uh. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. You, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> 
I know you're not so. You know what? Anyway, let's let's okay. start the show. I Run mean, it back. I, I'm gonna address that. I'm gonna address that in my grind my gear segment. So, Run it back. All right, we about to start the show. What's good? What happened, motherfucker? You know uh, what I'm saying? Who are you talking to? You. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm. Gonna, I wanna know who you're talking to. <laughs> talking to your ass. Take that bass out your voice when you speaking to me. I remember when I was in middle school, like this guy who used to be my best friend was like real cool. We used to be on three way and shit. So I'm taking it back on y'all asses on three way. And it used to be so funny because like you know in middle school you may have may not have went through puberty yet. And so like it would be so funny. We'd be on the phone with him and he'd be like, "D boys, D boys, hey." <laughs> I guess you had to be there or something. Nicole would get the reference. But you know what? Nicole not on the show. I'm talking <laughs> to her, motherfucker. No, it really was funny because like, he would like, literally be like, D-Boys, D-Boys, before he talked because he his voice actually wasn't deep yet because we was like in middle school. You know, I, I used to hate people who did that shit. <laughs> I hated that shit. Like, he literally like, he talking to me like, hey. <laughs> You don't get your ass off. <laughs> I hated people like that because I had like a naturally deep voice. I still have a naturally deep voice. You a mumble rapper? No, I mean because now me talking like this, this is not even my real voice. So this is my. I had to record so people can understand me. Yeah, voice. so they can stop getting hate mail. But yeah, I literally it's like this is my voice. I talk like this. This is how I talk. This is how I talk. Right, exactly. So I hated the people who <sighs> in high school would be like, oh, yeah, you know, what's up, girl? No, nigga, that's not how you talk. You talk, hey, hey, what's going on, guys? Play basketball. Then we get with the girls, hey, what's going on? Like, nah. Get I mean, everybody got to put their very white on at one point or another. I do it sometimes, too. You know what I'm saying? That, that you do. <laughs> that, is, that is accurate. Hey, girl. <laughs> that is Hello. Anyways, what's going on, nigga? Good morning. Hey, what's going on? Motherfucker. Is, all right. All right. I'm getting to it. So, uh, the fight of the century as they build it. Um, yes, the fight of the century. <sighs> Floyd and Connor finally uh, fought. All the talking and bullshit was done and over with. And the conclusion was... Predictable? What we thought it was, but it didn't happen the way we thought it would happen. How do we think it was going to happen? I'm curious. Well, a lot of people just felt like Floyd was going to knock this motherfucker out because he wasn't, you know, he's not a trained boxer and everything. I mean. And, yeah, I... I just trash. Just have, so <laughs> fucking trash. I have to give my uh my hat to Connor. You know, I was, I was hoping, you know, he could hit him with that left, knock this motherfucker out. So we didn't have to hear about that 50 and no shit. You know, that was just my personal preference. Me being a hater, I admit to it. I mean, I don't like neither one of these motherfuckers. They both trash. Like, Conor McGregor, I'm pretty sure it's, like, racist. And uh, Floyd Mayweather has been practicing boxing on bitches for several, several years now. So, I mean, they're I both. I knew you were going there. They're both just horrible human I beings at the, the door. core. I didn't even open the door that much. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even open the door that much, and I already knew. I already he's knew been, he was going. He's there. been using bitches as a bag uh, <laughs> for, for oh years. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, hats off to Connor for being an untrained MMA fighter. Going I really thought he was going to win, though, only because privilege has been winning so much in this country. But I mean, that's really the only reason. I mean, he he got it. he look. He gassed. And now we he, all can fight. We all can fight like that at the end of the road where we are now. It'd be great, you know what I'm saying? If we could really win in the end, like the Zord, then um maybe the road would be a better place. Yeah, so you know, an MMA fighter lasted ten rounds with the best boxer ever. Is he the best boxer ever? Everybody That's what people say. Nobody's better than Muhammad Ali. Nobody's really better than me, actually. 
Because you can't see me, really. I'm just saying, personally. It was a joke there, but I wasn't going. Oh, I'm yeah, cool, make, cool. I ain't going to make that joke. Great. It was a, it All was right. a joke. All there. right, well, just do, do your job. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you know, they're both going to be very wealthy off of this. I'm pretty sure Floyd bet on himself like three times. I so. need to get a dollar from both of them. I feel like I'll feel way better. <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, Conor McGregor probably won't give me one because I'm pretty sure he doesn't like black people, but... Uh, maybe if I offer myself as tribute as a punching bag for Floyd, I can maybe get a dollar. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, possible. Cool. What's next? We talked about this dollar shit. Stop asking for just a dollar. Because if you ask for a dollar and you you lowball yourself, maybe people will go high. You know, you're not really worth a dollar, baby. I got five for you. You ask me for a dollar and give me your ass a dollar. That's because you aren't shit. Okay, we're talking about people with money. Okay, stop talking about my insecurity. It's something that uh, (laughs) something that will peak. KC's interest. Oh, I'm, I'm dying to know now. One of her favorite artists in the world, Miss Taylor Swift. I hate that bitch. <laughs> you trying to be funny? I mean, you listen to her music, though. I do. Honestly, some of her songs I do like. Like, Wildest Dreams, kind of nice. I hate her as a person. <laughs> like, her as far as, like, being. <laughs> I mean, her music. Some of her music is good. Like it's red, not like me and R. Kelly. The red album was. I mean, he's a rapist. The red, <laughs> and she's a and she's a victim. You know what I'm saying? She continuously places herself in a position to be a victim. She is the picture of white privilege. If you had to put a picture on it and label it, it would be her. Um, but uh, she's definitely back in the day would have been the woman that said a black man raped her. I know all of these things. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying (laughs) that I still enjoy her music. Oh, shit. Because we talked about it before. (laughs) The ability to... um, See, I wasn't ready for that. (laughs) I was not ready for that. The ability to separate, you know, the artists from their artistry. I can definitely do that. Taylor Swift is kind of, you know, the kind of chick that uh, Emmett Taylor nigga. Exactly. Look at her. Look at the picture of the woman who did it and look at Taylor Swift. They got the same lips. And everything. Oh, God. So, anyway, stop. All stop right, it. I'm sorry. So, uh, she released her new single, Look at What You Made Me Do. And uh, <laughs> she, like. <laughs> <laughs> stop. I'm sorry. This is shit. Stop I'm sorry. It. Gosh. So, yeah, the, it's it's supposedly a, a Kanye diss. Is it? I didn't feel. Because I, I actually watched the VMAs and they, they debuted the video. Oh, uh. Formation. It actually that was like one scene, and it actually wasn't as bad. I don't like her. Let me <laughs> let me preface this by saying so. Anything that sounds like I'm saying something positive about her is not extremely positive. Um, she was actually acknowledging. So that's one thing. Tell us most of the time writes about her uh, life. So just think about how many men she's fucked. But most of the time she writes about her life. So it's like in the song, she pretty much was talking about like how she's a cootie queen and a lit licker. You know what I'm saying? Like how lit licker. At the end, she had all the different versions of herself. Like when she was young and like doing the country twang shit. And she had like when she was like accepting her, doing her acceptance speech. She had her new version of herself. Like you're always playing the victim. Like I guess trying to acknowledge her flaws and shit. And it was just like, are you like trolling us? Because it really, I mean, like it didn't felt like sincere. It felt like. She was obviously it was like satire trying to be funny, but it was also like, are you saying that this is good or bad? I'm kind of still it's lost on me. So this was basically her her version of Kill Jay Z. Yeah, okay, that's kind of what it was like. Her acknowledging all the things that she's been and the changes and like her reputation, pretty much her acknowledging all of her different, I guess, like layers. Because in in theory.
period like when I listen to her old shit when she was like being a fake country singer it was like completely different than it's like now cause people are like oh Taylor Swift is country like that bitch makes pop music what are you talking about like she's been making pop music ever since she put the fucking guitar gown down whatever and grabbed a gown and just yeah, started once, killing once she understood the difference between the money and country and pop music yeah I mean hell yeah cause the niche <laughs> people who listen to that trash is just like so different it's a way bigger group that listen to popular music you know what I'm saying throw a twang on that shit every now and then and just keep it pushed I mean she's she's white she can still perform at the CMTs if she wants to what nothing nothing. she can put on a ball gown and grab a guitar girl it's all good you got it I don't know I think Carrie got that on lock Starbucks and chill and it's so funny she's so successful to come from American Idol I mean Kelly Clarkson was too but she she's been really good I still don't really know none of her songs besides I dug my key into the side of your pretty little swooped up four wheel drive and carved my name into your leather seats that's really all I know from her personally but uh yeah I don't even know that that was her like hit well I mean she's had several I guess but that was like one of her main her earlier songs or whatever that I knew when I was younger cause I I mean I, I listen to everything I do yeah, like I, I would dabble I can't listen to the, like the racist ass confederate flag country but the regular like pop country I listen to that like I like Kenny Chesney like I met him I don't know who that is but I met like, him he a cool dude so I listen to his music sometimes but yeah, yeah that's see yeah country scare me cause I feel like it's gonna be some blooming messages in there <laughs> you have shit like accent and races and you just like mm, I really don't know cause I really feel like the twang twang shit it's so much twang and you really can't hear what they're talking about so it's like when they like I grab my nigger and I hung him on a tree and you don't really know what's going on so no. I just like I just let it chill no no okay. I tried to erase accidental <laughs> races out of my memory. <laughs> and now all I can see is that horrible video. Just horrible fucking video. If That's you ignore my gold chain. <laughs> <laughs> I'll forget the iron chains. Like, bitch, if you don't, don't speak on our behalf, you want some bull fucking shit. I'll never forget the boat. <laughs> never forget the boat, nigga. And I don't wear gold chains anyway. Fuck out of here. Oh, okay. Moving on, please. This is, this is off the fucking rails. <laughs> this is off the fucking rails. <laughs> like now. This been a bit of breeze. <laughs> this this been a be bit of breeze. breeze. <laughs> <laughs> Got me yelling out guard. I'm <laughs> 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 calling for the guard, but my name is Bernard, my nigga. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> the ex-FBI director, James Comey, you know, the guy that told all the Trump's Russian secrets and shit like that. Yeah, is they he sh- dead yet? No, they should have got him fucking the... Uh, sniper imp- rifle? No, he, yeah, should have got Comey sniper rifle and Trump impeached. Well, we, you know, for whatever reason, y'all still working on that impeachment and, you know... It's just not going to happen. We're fucked either way. I'm not look, talking about this no more. Look, literally, we had the devil behind Trump. So, you know, the stupid... We're stupid literally fucked anyway, so just let it go. This <laughs> is the way... I'm just, like I said, just let the meteor hit take me to the king. I'm good. Anyways, keep... Take me to the king. I want a number three. What? Not All right. No. No, you just... You just, just do what you're doing. All right. So... <laughs> Baby, <laughs> so James Comey actually has a new job. He will be sweeping floors. No, <laughs> he's going to be the endowed chair in public policy for the 2017-2018 school year at the University of Guess These Howard. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't man white? Yes, white, white as fuck. 
He looks like uh, what's the name? The president from Scandal, literally. Fitz. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe that's why he got the job. So yeah. like he, I mean, he already been fucking black women thus far. So. Also, <laughs> he invited to the cookouts. Also, he 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 made a very very nice gesture. He is donating his one hundred thousand dollars salary to the school. So uh-uh. so he's giving that's nah, that's what's up you know what right, i'm saying so that's, i mean i'm not, not saying that if you um uh, hbcus obviously can't hire white people i mean obviously pwis hire black people rarely but uh congratulations i mean at least he was against trump so for that much at least it won't be no hanging niggers at howard we're well, all good now. I don't think that was going to happen. No way. Yeah. No, I don't think that was. It's not a possibility. Why? Why is not? I mean, you might as well go to Chicago, man. <laughs> you gonna go to Howard? You might as well just go to Chicago. <laughs> you that ballsy? Just go ahead. I mean, shit. I mean, I hope. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm happy for him. Definitely. I mean, congratulations. I'm happy that he got a you know found a job after all of that because he could very well be sweeping floors. If it was a nigga, they probably would be sweeping floors. Well, like, oh, I don't have a job because I got fired. Yeah, the rest of the stuff I have so is like getting fired. Political Political stuff. Oh, let's not talk about that. Like um, Trump parting a racist uh, sheriff. We um, all know that the world is ending. I don't even yeah. understand why y'all not focusing on the facts. You know what I'm saying? It's all over now. You know what I'm saying? It's all. I don't know. Maybe we get like pirates next week so that like in Are the Caribbean or pirates. I mean, we're gonna be on the Caribbean, so maybe we could just get like pirates that expedite this process for us. I mean, I don't want to drown per <laughs> se, but mm. I mean, they could tell me. He the captain now. He the fucking captain now. That's I cool. mean, I mean, shit. Whatever. As long as you enter my trip, like if you want to take this ship over, you go right ahead. I'll just be in the pool back here though. Just take take over this part. Um, the VMAs. Uh, I I vaguely watched it. It was. Cool. I did watch it. The only thing significant is that Kendrick cleaned up. Yeah, Kendrick won a uh, video of the year, which I don't even understand how that was possible. Was Taylor Swift not there? She wasn't there. I don't think. I mean, she hasn't really put out. But I feel like she real. wasn't there because Katy Perry was hosting. Oh well, yeah, that would be a good reason. Yeah, I feel like that's why she wasn't. <laughs> that there. would be a very good reason. That's not. But I'm like, damn, this is kind of because usually, like, fucking. Um, and was Nicki Minaj there too? I didn't see her. Thank God for my own personal sake. But um, I don't know. I'm, yeah, I think she was there. I think I did see a picture of like her uh, very pink outfit and her camel toe. So uh, yeah. shout out to Cardi B. Yeah, shout out to Cardi B. Like, first of all, her titty was almost out, and I wanted to see it, but I didn't. And, uh, <laughs> Wait, you never seen? It? Never mind. I don't. I'm not a guy, so I don't just search like news. I feel like when a new woman come on the see guys is like on the computer, like name. She was news. a stripper. What are you talking about? I don't have to Google that. Okay, well, I don't know anything about that. I'm a, I'm a woman, so. I knew about Cardi B, the stripper. Be so loving hip-hop and all that shit. Hey, fucker, shut really, up. Really, bro? Shut your ass up. He offended. Winner says, hello, guys. He wants to be on the show, but that's not possible right Somebody now. getting fired. <laughs> <laughs> no treats for you, bitch. Is that all the stories we have? Uh... Yeah, oh, well, yeah, I guess. Or all the ones that we care about. Yeah. Nothing really, like, pushed my needle this week. Um, Insecure was hilarious. Oh, uh, we're going into mind of Melanie. Okay. So, what's in your mind, Hendrix? My mind? Uh, trash. Yeah, trash, pretty much. Insecure was hilarious. I'll talk more about that later um, in my closing remarks. But, uh, you know, it's just, I don't know. I'm in this, like, weird place right now where I'm, like, 
kind of at peace, but like shit is fucked up. Like you know what I'm saying? You, you just that I'm fine. Basically, that's the that's that's where I'm at. Like I, yeah, I've been I'm, like that my entire life. Like, I'm fine. Well, yeah, I'm just saying like now as a you know like as adult. Yeah, like as adult, it's like thirty. Other than that, um, <laughs> you know. On my way out here, I was looking at, like, all the kids and stuff, like, going to school and shit like that. I'm happy. Like, I'm so ecstatic for that fact. Like, thank God the motherfuckers going back to school and shit. But it kind of, like, made me have, like, this old-ass moment. It was like, yeah, 10 years ago, like, I was not in school at this time. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was an adult. And it's like, yeah, that, that was a long time ago. But it really doesn't seem like it was that long ago. Right. So, yeah, just put put stuff in perspective, man. You're getting older and shit, and you start realizing, you know, some of the stuff you want to go back and do and shit like that. So, we working on it. We're getting it together. What's on your mind? Um, What's on my mind? Okay, well, I uh, was uh, actually, well, Insecure, is, of course. I'm going to talk about that. I love Insecure. That show is so relatable. I actually watched, Um, I can't remember when exactly it aired, but I watched Black Girls Rock um, like yesterday. And... I love Issa Rae so much. Like, I relate to her on, like, a personal level because I'm awkward as fuck and I'm a black woman. And, like, so her being the way she is, I'm like, I relate to so much of the shit that she's saying. I'm just like, I'm never going to be the funniest. I, even though I'm I'm pretty sure I'm hilarious. But it's like, I'm never going to be the funniest. I'm never going to be the prettiest. And I'm never going to be the coolest. Absolutely not. But I can make my own lane and be me and just kind of just do my own thing. Because it is people, like, it's like instead of trying to fit into people, you know, like, you have people fit into you. Yeah. And so I really, like, her acceptance speech um I'm trying to think what else happened oh Maxine Waters she got honored at um Black Girls Rock 2 and I don't even want to acknowledge that I want to acknowledge the fact that I hate Stacey Dash because this bitch decided to call her a buffoon or something like that and I really don't understand what angle she's at right now I guess she did, I don't know I know she's not invited to the cookouts I know that she's just an idiot and she's extra it's like you she's got fired she's tea hard as hell like I thought well. that the, I thought that they let you go I thought the white people let you go they were done like, you, you were done doing their bidding and that's it like they you know what I'm right, but once you're on the T, it's kind of hard to get off the T. Well, she's still just a ridiculous idiot. It's just like, I was just like, what? I was listening to The Breakfast Club, and they gave her a donkey today, and it was like, it kind of went under the radar. I think at this point, everybody's just done with her shenanigans and her bullshit, so it's just like, okay, Stacey's ass is an idiot, and we just let it go. But that just grinded my gears a little bit. I, I know that's not the time for that, but I just thought about that, and I'm like, what the fuck? This bitch is just dumb. But anyways... Um, so besides Insecure being a dope ass show, I started watching um, The Defenders on Netflix. I also watched this one show that I watched last week. It was a mini series. I think they're supposed to be um, making a season two, but it was like based off of a, a novel. So um, they actually have to write it first, like write the book first, have the book come out, and then make a season two. So I feel like it's probably going to be a while. But it was a show. Um, it was called Big Little Lies. Um, it came on HBO. It was really good. It was so star-studded. It actually, that's what took me to, like, I was kind of taken aback by it because I'm like, it's a series, and they got these top-billed actresses on this show, like Reese Witherspoon and Nicole Kidman, um, Zoe Kravis was on it. 
mm-hmm. um somebody else there was some other people on there oh the uh the girl from i don't want to fuck her name up the girl from uh that starred in the divergent series or whatever and it was a really good show like it was so good and i watched it in like literally less than 24 hours it's only like seven episodes and um it's a really good show so like Which you say it? come on hbo okay. it's called big little lies um the whole um the whole season isn't on um on demand i think it starts on on demand episode two okay. but you can log in with your at&t on hbo go and um or hbo now or whatever in the first and all the episodes are on there so i just watch the first episode online and then i watch the rest of them mm-hmm. on um on, on demand or whatever but yeah that was really good i am reading this new book <laughs> let me get the name for you guys it's um written by the our um the guy who is over the website black girls are easy oh. um okay. yes 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 i know and <laughs> the book is called men don't love women like you the brutal truth about dating relationships and how to go from placeholder to game changer and it's so funny because like sometimes i feel silly when i'm like telling somebody something or like learning something or especially from reading this book and like i'll say something and then after it's like you know i read in the book that i'm reading <laughs> that da, 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 da. and it's like i know obviously people have weird different feelings about like self-help books and stuff like that but i feel like obviously i've been doing something historically wrong in my life so far as far as dating relationships go so i need to figure out maybe it's something wrong with me so i'm reading <laughs> reading this book because i realized that when i was reading it the first chapter or two was like breaking down like yourself and like the stuff he was saying like i knew that it was something that i should be reading because i was offended <laughs> i mean those are the best things like you post like a lot of articles and shit like on facebook and i read for whatever reason i'm a glutton for punishment so I read <laughs> that's the, how i feel reading this book i read the bulk of them it's like yeah well fuck you Shit. Yeah, and so that's how, like, when I read it, when I started, and it was like, oh, they're saying all this different stuff about, about women and, and dating and relationships and, like, dealing with men. And it was just thinking about, like, all the mistakes and the flaws and things that I've, that I've encountered and things and mistakes that I've made. And it was just making me think because, like, I was so offended. Like, I, like just out the gate. Like, I'm like, wow. Like, I damn. Like, that's, ah, oh, shit. This is what I've been doing wrong my whole life kind of thing. And so, um. It's I'm, never fun reading about yourself. It's not. It's not. It definitely, especially because you be like, oh, you know, there's nothing wrong with me. I mean, and to a certain <laughs> extent, I am trying to figure out what's wrong with me. I acknowledge my flaws, I guess, but it's like, like okay, you know, like, people like are fucked up relationships because of trauma or fucked up because of this or, you know, they've been jaded and they've been hurt and I don't really have those kind of feelings as much, so it's just kind of weird. I don't know. I'm going to keep reading. I haven't got that deep into the book yet, but just the beginning chapters where he's like pretty much breaking you down and it's like, damn, women do do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I'll touch on one point because I found it very 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 interesting it was saying like if you think about women we do so much to appease men and the idea of like okay when you first meet a guy you're trying to show him that you're beautiful that you can be sexy that you can cook that you can maintain a house you clean you're organized you can bear his children you can be loyal and down for him and a good conversationalist and you show him all the things that you bring to the table hoping that he'll reward you with a title or relationship and then you get in a relationship and you didn't realize that he never shows you anything yeah. and I read I'm like that has been every relationship that I've ever been in <laughs> 
like you literally just got like you literally did everything you could to like show like prove yourself worthy and you're like this motherfucker haven't showed me a thing like has he shown me that he can love me or provide for me or take care of me or what he's bringing to the table or how he can next week we'll be doing a live podcast this household and all of this stuff like that like so I just thought that it was <laughs> doing a live what? podcast next week I just thought that it was very 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 interesting that was one of the things I was offended by because I'm just like you know women put so much stock in their sex or their money or all the stuff that they have and it's like man I don't care about that a man that actually is interested in you wants you to actually have a dope ass personality and I feel like we lose sight of that because we worried about how our ass looks or our hair or if we can cook if we can clean or your vagina is wet like you think about these things and guys don't care about that no I mean I do feel like women a lot of times do too much it was um like way too much if i can frame it because he was saying like okay if you go on a date with this guy and because it was this thing was saying he's like you're going to get with a guy and he actually would make you special and you list all these qualities like well i'm independent i take care of myself i don't need a man for this i just want to be loved you know what i'm saying like i'm saying like you feel like you could prove him by sex or your education or your status or um your ability to keep a home and like he was saying like a lot of times we judge people based off the peer group that we're in so if like if you live in detroit and you're like well i'm more successful educated and put together than these women instead of it being like the whole world of women so that's what mm. he was saying he was like the, a man who has these things is not going to be impressed by the fact that you have your life together because if you look at statistically black women are the most educated and the most you know what i'm saying yeah. most established and stuff like that so it's just like if you look at it just like your pool instead of looking at the pool of everybody you're going to you might feel like you're doing better so like but you're not really doing better so it's just like what makes you different that's just trivial like that's everybody's different like that's why so many men marry women that might not be the most successful or might not have the most money because it's really about them being that game changer and having that personality that makes them feel like I can't live without her and so all of the things that we as women value as important to think that's necessary to get a man or make a man fall in love with you like oh you know I'm saying I have the best pussy or I give the best head or I'm a good cook or I can keep his home and I can raise his kids a lot of women can do that what else do you have and that's what the book was saying like we rely on like this trivial bullshit that really don't matter it's yeah, like you need to be those, fitting for in my compatibility in I like mean, my life it goes both ways it's like the same thing where dude got like you know a nice car wear nice clothes nice shoes and shit like that but at what expense you know what I'm saying like yeah that's that's nice but you can find 15 people in the same area or the, right. the same so building like you need with, to find a guy like okay he got all this shit together but what else does he bring to the right, table what else you bring to the table do you have yeah. good conversation you like <laughs> yeah, yeah shit like that like, so, yeah like what like what are your goals how was your family you know what i'm saying like stuff how like are that. you raised exactly that's what i'm saying like, how was your family how was you raised what was instilled in you what is your values like how would you react in this certain in this situation i feel like questions like that are way better than like how much do you make you know what i'm saying or like i work here and da, 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 da. unless you're just speaking like your passion per se but i feel like your yeah. personality is really what makes you different like if you think about the things that actually make you an individual because if I think about like oh my success level or the fact that I graduated or the fact that like that might be significant in my core group but as far in the general sense those accomplishments and those accolades is not going to attract anybody to you because that's just all trivial bullshit yeah um, 
I think my I think it was my dad. My dad told me like a while ago it was like, yeah, nobody's going to feel well, it's very few people who are going to feel like you're greater than what you think you are. Like you always should put yourself, you know, you should boost yourself up, be proud of your accomplishments and what you can bring to the table. But in the grand scheme of things, most people don't look at you like that. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So like, yeah, I, I'm this great thing. Like, but to everybody else, you regular, like you normal, you doing what you're supposed to be doing and shit like that. So exactly. That's what somebody told me one time. I was just like, I mean, you really shouldn't feel any kind of way. Like you just like this great person, because at the end of the day, what are you bringing to the table that anybody else can't bring as well? And I'm like, that's very true. Mm. You have to think about what actually makes you special. And at the end of the day, like, what do you bring to the table? Like, nigga, I am the table. All right. Look, I'm humble. And you Look. have to decide if you're going to eat at this motherfucker or not. Because I mean, like I said before, it is a lot of times as women, I'm like, just turn this way a little topic. Sorry. <laughs> A lot of times as women, we, like I said earlier, we are doing so much to prove ourselves worthy that we're not allowing the men to prove that they are. Like, that's the whole idea of courting. Like, prove to me that I need you in my life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, prove to me, you know, that kind of thing. Like, I'm supposed to be a helpmate. And supposed to support you and all of the stuff like that emotionally and all these things like that. But it's just like the whole thing is compatibility. Like our jobs and our success level are is not what's making us compatible. It's our personality traits and our characteristics and our morals, our values, like the actual core of our being. Right. That's what makes us individuals. Not all of the like, oh, you know, I'm, I drive this car and I have this yeah. job and like I make this much money a year. Exactly. And a lot of those things are fleeting too. You know what I'm saying? Like a you can get in a horrible accident and now your face is fucked up. Like all of these things are just so trivial. Like the book was saying that, like from a man's perspective, a woman would never know how sex feels. Like you never know what how sex feels from a man's perspective because you could never get a penis and feel it. So like at the end of the day, um, anatomy and, phys- and whatever physiology um, is what you know. Like women think because women are like, oh, I have good pussy or you know I can do this, I can do that, and like so women, many women rely on like their sex. It's like oh, this is what has a guy you know so caught up on me, and it was just like, but it's like a million women have that same story. You know what I'm saying? I had you know what I'm saying maybe I got. Got him to trick off on me. Maybe I got him. He's like, but that's what men are after. So it's just like, did you really accomplish anything? Not really. Right. Basically, you got paid for pussy. I mean, but it's saying like, it's not making you any more. Yeah, it's not making you more desirable. Yeah. yeah, you're not more any more desirable. You just have great vagina. That's cool. Right, and it's like anybody can have right, this vagina. This is great vagina down the street. <coughs> exactly. Me. It's but, not mutually exclusive. Like, it's a limit numbers of great pussies out there. That's what yeah. I'm so that does it for our pre LNL topic. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was my fucking mind on one and I just jumped off the deep end. But this book is really good and uh, I like it a lot. Um, thus far. Um, anyways, if you want to contact us, hit us up, talk to us, ask us any questions, express your comments, or concerns, you can do that by emailing us at as 2 am podcast at gmail.com. That is the number to send any questions, comments, or concerns you may have about the show or to tell Hendrix, as always, that you hate him. Big shout out to listener, one of my close personal friends, Mr. Walt Weathersby. Big shout out to him. I watched uh, Floyd Connor um, via his Facebook Live and Instagram Live feed. So, huge shout out to him. <laughs> That's so yes. fine. Like I said months ago, you are first in line for a t-shirt, sir. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep, thank you for uh, all your service to us. You know, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Congratulations on your line number two. You good. Good. What? He's in the Army. So, you got oh, to okay. You got to shoot. I don't know what that means, but congrats. Uh, yeah. It was so irritating. <laughs> I went to high school with him, actually. That's funny. Yeah. 
I've heard. How you know? I've talked to. Never mind. All right. So what are we doing <laughs> now? This is, what are we doing now? We are, All right. We're gonna go we're right act, into. We're actually going into our LA. our main event. Our LA, LA topic, even though we had like a little prelude to it earlier. Um, that's not exactly what we were talking about. But no, it gets way worse. Now that we are both in this dating life and um, <laughs> that's what you want to call it. Experiencing. Oh yeah, because I can't call it that for real. I am dating winner, but um, <laughs> now that we're both. In this life and free falling into the masses of trash as pool and fishes. Um, I want to talk about something that is near and dear to my heart now. <laughs> um, I think nowadays, especially if you look at social media or just in general, as like just maybe generationally, generationally, God, or millennials, maybe it's a millennial problem. I don't know. They were saying, like, now, you know, everybody's, like, lonely. So, it's just, like, I guess the question I'm posing is, like, why is it that it's, like, so many lonely people? Like, because it seems like everyone talks about making these connections and, like, oh, you know, goals. And I want Bay to be like this. Or I'm like this in a relationship. And they list their, you know admirable qualities which is like everyone's lonely so it's like what are we all doing wrong like is, do we really want these connections or don't we it's like it's like this complex thing where it's just like why is it so hard for people to make real connections and when almost everyone wants them or claim to want them i know i was reading something on twitter the other day it was this guy i don't know him or anything but I, it was like retweeted onto my timeline and it was saying something it was like some very like i don't know just some general ass relationship advice like when i'm in relationship you have to trust and love and you know and some people retweeted it that it's like it went like there's like 30,000 retweets and all this stuff like that and I'm looking at them just like why are like it's so many philosophical ass people on Twitter that has so much relationship advice and it's just like are you even in a relationship like it's just like all the time like people have all these great wonderful things to say like I would do this and you should be doing this and this is how you keep your mate and this is how you keep them happy and I just want to be loved and booty rubbed and cuddles and this is goals but it's like everybody is alone and all right, all right, let me let me step into that all right on that 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 last aspect that you talked about oh i just want to cuddle and booty rubs and shit like that in principle see that's the thing people are too generic and shit where booty rubs are life though i'm just saying but you say all i want is like cuddles and booty rubs until you know some shit happened like a relationship is like really deep like it's not you know what i'm saying that's like surface level right that's surface level shit like okay yeah you get the cuddles and booty rubs and if that's all that nigga providing for you you can be mad because it's other shit that you got to provide in the relationship so i think it has to do with a lot of people just being like really vague in general and shit like that like stop stop putting shit Jesus, you are just useless. Yeah. You don't have no lap, sir. Your phone can't rest there. You're too little. <laughs> Put that shit on the table. <laughs> man, fuck you. <laughs> this fuck young you. man keeps putting his phone on his lap. His phone is bigger than his lap, and it keeps falling. So if you hear all the bumping, blame Hendrix, because he doesn't have a lap. Continue so. with your introduction <laughs> to the topic, please. <laughs> don't nobody got time for you. Anyway, so as I was saying, 
I feel like um, everything now is just like everything's like oh goals and this is why I'm just like that's the thing nobody really thinks about the in and out of the actual relationship and it's like I don't even know if people really want that like if you actually are craving an actual relationship or do you just want the cute pictures and the cute um, the post and the like the gay stuff like you're not actually thinking about like you're thinking about all the good and you're not thinking about the bad like people think about relationships they idolize the, the honeymoon phase of it they're not really thinking about like the ins and outs what it takes to maintain their relationship the problems the issues and yeah. all the bullshit that comes with it not saying that you should because it is I mean if you're in a good relationship the relationship you should be in it the good should outweigh the bad but it's deeper than like Kendrick was saying it is deeper than booty rubs and cuddles and I feel like so much of that gets miscued or whatever I think before I, on one topic before I know we were talking about or I was talking about specifically that um, what the hell? I, <laughs> I was talking about specifically the whole idea that we kind of ignore like I don't know I guess men sometimes kind of like like women we don't want to ruin things you know like some people are lonely but we don't like I feel like with men like kind of like what I was talking about earlier women kind of walk on eggshells around men so I feel like sometimes like we want to make sure we're keeping it light and cuddle and you know and fluffy and airy and everything like that so that we don't scare the guy away i feel like we as women do that sometimes i feel like it's easier to say i would want you to rub on my booty and you know cuddle with me instead of saying like i like you and i kind of want to see where this goes and i want to spend time with you and i want to get to know you because that sounds way scarier than rub on my booty and cuddle with me and so i feel like we reduce we reduce it to that i feel like to a certain level so we seem like Oh, it's just chill. And I can't say that. Like, I definitely used to do that when I was younger. Like, I know at my older age, when I talk to people, I'm like, look, I can't do, like, the whole, like, FB thing. Like, if we do it, we're going to have to be everything. Like, we got to, like, you, <laughs> I need to talk to you on the phone. We got to hang out. We got to do all of this stuff. We want to spend time on to have a good conversation. Like, how was your family? How was you raised? Tell me your life story. Like, I want to hear all of this stuff. Like, I actually want to get to know you. Like, all of that stuff to me now as an adult man matters in terms of intimacy and then we could worry about the physical stuff after and then that's how you build a relationship and you determine if it's worth it like getting to actually getting to know people i'm not actually in that place in my life where i'm in a position to negate all those things anymore whereas before you were just so worried about having that companionship and like now i don't think it's worth it like companionship at a price to me isn't worth it anymore i don't think it's worth it anymore to just be like okay well he's hanging out with me so at least i'm not lonely like now it's like well what else is there you know like I need something more now at this point in my life than I did when I was younger where it was like oh you know you wanted to be light and airy you wanted to be like you wanted to be cuddly and booty rubs no I'm motherfucker you was loud (laughs) you want to be like oh you know just cuddle or just come over for sex or just do this or just do that like where you wanted to be you wanted to we wanted for things to be simple you felt like guys would more be more likely to call you than the girl that's like bugging him about going on a date because you made it easy for him like things like that versus like now I don't care about those things now I don't care like because I'd rather know now I'm going to put it all out there because I want you, I want to know where you stand for real. I feel like we get 
to the point where we're scared to ask what are we and stuff like that because we've made those things so taboo like what the fuck are we doing do you like me because I like you like I'm more forward about things now than I was before because we, I feel like we tiptoe around men because we don't want to scare them away because men are habitual non-committers you know kind of thing and so I feel like that's where it stems from but as far as the question of like why we're lonely I think it's just like we do put more mm, stock in companionship nobody wants to be alone I feel like it's easy to be like oh you know like you can have everything going for yourself but you don't want to be alone and it's nothing wrong with that sometimes you do want somebody to talk to you mm. and, and lay with or somebody to even just hang out with somebody who can fucking walk around the mall with you or somebody you could hit up like let's go to the movies or that you could just talk to I don't think it's anything wrong with that per se I think people are just in general lonely I mean and why everyone has all this relationship advice cause probably because it gets them retweets I don't know and repost and all of this stuff because I see posts where it's just like nah fam like it was this one on Facebook I saw going around and it was just like you know if you and my boyfriend used to talk and you know you want to talk to him you go right ahead because I'm not jealous and you know talk to him because he's a good conversationalist and if you miss him let him know and so she giving the keys to success? Yeah, like she was pretty much saying like, oh, if you want to do this and you want, you know what I'm saying, I don't care because I trust him. And if he chooses to disrespect me, then that's something I will take up with him and not you. Wait, you said boyfriend or ex-boyfriend? And it was saying like my current boyfriend. If this oh. is your ex, I don't care because I trust him. And I actually want to see if I can find this video. I mean, this post because. No, um, that sounds like bullshit. I'm <laughs> that sounds like complete bullshit. Baby girl, silly the mom. No, it was. I've seen this post like so many times, and it was but, just kind of like I don't know. I, f- I feel like the whole like the whole dating scene and the whole being you know with somebody, one companionship, and not want to be lonely. Like I think we live in like this 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 like chip bag society and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like on the surface level, like outside the bag looks like great, and that's what you know what I'm saying. That's what we look at. Like we're literally at the store picking out bags of chips and shit but once you open that bag and all the bush you know all the simple simplistic shit leaves you stuck with like a quarter of chips you know what i'm saying like you know what i'm saying so i think a lot of people like like to appear a certain way on the surface but it takes time to actually see what somebody is and i think that's we're too impatient like it it it, it doesn't happen like overnight like yeah you can have these incredible feelings about somebody somebody can make you you know un, you know just shake your whole world up and you just like completely infatuated and you know what i'm saying they do they're doing the bare minimum mm-hmm. for you but you so caught up in, in your your own mind it, it seems like the greatest shit ever because you coming from a, a perspective of i don't want to be lonely or you know what i'm saying this person is paying me attention so let me you know what i'm saying like i appreciate that let me you know let me let this person know that i appreciate this so you start to do like you were saying earlier you start to do x y and z you cooking fucking you know what i'm saying you you know you making time and shit like that but you're not getting mm-hmm. the same thing in return and you're not you're not really looking at it because you got the blinders on like we right. live when we get infatuated we live with blinders on so we don't see like red flags like okay lack of communication you know what i'm saying the early onset you know the early lies and shit that leads to a road of bigger lies down the line and shit like that like we don't see the red flags because we're so infatuated with the person and shit yeah so i, I mean I, I think that that's like a, a a perspective that i mean of course is a case-by-case basis but you you know what i'm saying you you should 
should know yourself well enough to know that okay, like all right, no, like I don't, I, don't, I like this person, but I don't like what this person does. Like the, the shit that this person does irritates the fuck out of me. So yeah, I can take a step back. Yeah, I might be lonely. I might have wanted to make that phone call tonight for some company and shit like that. But is it? You know what I'm saying? Will it really be worth it down the line? Because if the shit, you know what I'm saying? If it's bullshit during like the talking stage and everything, then it's definitely gonna be bullshit if y'all go further if y'all go further because a lot of times like i know people like posting pictures and shit like on social media completely infatuated with a person they just talking not even in a relationship and then like a month or two later it's like oh well you know single and shit like that like well i'm still single like he fucked up or she fucked up like i'm back out here with the hoes at and shit like that like well mm-hmm. If you, you know what I'm saying, if you took the time to actually build something, you would avoid all of this shit. And sometimes building shit leads you to being lonely, leads you to having feelings of being lonely because, yeah, you can't really build and enjoy what you're building at the same time. You know what I'm saying? If you're still building something, you're building a building, you can't go in the building and, like, if you're building a Starbucks... Mm-hmm. You done with like the bathroom. You can't go in the fucking building and get like coffee. Like it's, <laughs> that's what I, you know, actually, I get that because I was about to say that. I think it's like um, if you are like in the process of getting, I feel like it does kind of almost make you lonely. So I feel like if you get to the point, like if when you're talking to somebody, and it, honestly, that might be why everyone, it might be one of the problems with relationships. I feel like people can't deal with that loneliness, and so they are talking to multiple people at one time because because I feel like I know I probably. We definitely have experienced it in the process of getting to know somebody it's kind of like slow and like everything is not everything that you want because you like this person and then you like like what Hendrix was saying the blinders are on and the fatuation has set in and it's like you want things to go faster or you want it to be more or you want the connection to be stronger and instead of allowing to live in that moment you kind of get lonely because of it because like, okay like I'm not talking to nobody else or I'm kind of focused on this person and it's like it's not everything I want like we're not at that point that I want to be at yet like the building is not being done building like right, you, but that's like the biggest red flag, though. Is what? Because it has, it, it should be equal. It should always be, you know, like somebody that likes you equally as much as you like them. Well, that's where the guy's like, supposed to like you more for it to work out. I mean, guys well, so. well, I mean, that's even bigger red flag. Like if you like a nigga, or you know, what I'm saying you like a dude, and dude kind of like, yeah, whatever no, really it is, like it is what it is. Like, yeah, that's a red flag. Leave that yeah, shit alone. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You have <laughs> to like look at the warning signs, and I feel like so many times you don't like don't be out here like you chasing and it's like if a nigga running then he running like you know you shouldn't be chasing anybody because they're running from you if they're if you're chasing them they're running so it's like don't do that it's no point of doing that you have to really just honestly first and foremost take care of yourself i feel like we're lonely and people are lonely in general because like you do want companionship i feel like it's in human nature and i don't fault anybody from that for wanting like a companion that's normal that is what we were built we were built to be together you know what i'm saying like we were not built to be alone like as much as people want to be hard and oh i don't need nobody and do all of that acting fake shit like the reality of the situation is that we as human beings were built 
to be companionships to one another, uh, companions to one another. Sorry. <laughs> so I feel like with that being said, that is why you know when you don't have that, you lust after it and you miss it and you may feel a sense of emptiness. Now don't get me wrong. Obviously, you should be comfortable by yourself. You should love yourself before you can love and care for someone else. You have to be okay with being alone and be okay and be okay not settling because I feel like when you are lonely and you are missing that it is easy to fall into like okay well I'm not going to do this because you know or I'm going to do this and settle because of this loneliness I'm feeling everybody seems like an all-star when you're lonely exactly you have to look past that and be willing to find what's right for you even though you're feeling that way. So don't feel, don't rush and feel like you have to, you know, um, have this now. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause, because I'm lonely. I just kind of want somebody to hang out with me now. I don't want to, like, just wait on the right person. And I'm not even just saying this to y'all. I'm saying this to myself because I feel like it's really important to not settle in your, in your feelings and your endeavors. I definitely was having a moment where definitely at one point in my life where it's like I like somebody and he wasn't giving me everything I wanted back at that moment and it was another guy that was and I feel like that's a really hard situation to be in because like the guy who was I didn't like like that and the guy who video podcast and the guy who wasn't you know what I'm saying like wasn't giving me what I wanted I I did so it's like that kind of I still don't actually know how to do that because it's just like when you read like even the book I'm reading it's like okay with the guy you're always turned away and ones that like you and it's like um you those are the guys that you you know you turn away you hold people that you know, the guys that people label as sent and stuff like that but it's just like i feel like there's levels to that because i feel like should you really be trying to talk to somebody that you don't like though like should i force myself to like you because you like me i feel like that doesn't sound like happiness to me either i mean <clears throat> like in that situation should i just be by myself like well like I mean, I, I think him, but I shouldn't settle for this person either. I think it goes back to the whole, well, settling down in general has settling it. You're always gonna have to make settles. You're always gonna have to settle. But settling, not liking somebody. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Like, yeah, you know, sometimes it might not be the ideal situation for you in your mind at that moment, but it might be the ideal situation that you need. Like sometimes you just have to let stuff play out and. I mean, things always come, you know, things always come out. Like, you can't just, oh, yeah, I like this motherfucker, but he don't really like me. But this motherfucker like me. I don't really like him, but the motherfucker I don't like, like, actually doing shit. And the motherfucker I do like, he ain't doing shit. Like, what what the fuck? You know, what do I do? But the crazy thing is, I feel like... Like, what do I do? Like, how do I approach it? My life is... my, My experiences in dating is why I feel like things aren't necessarily so black and white. And the reason I say that is because most of, like... From my perspective, I feel like every, just chill, because I feel like it might be some triggers. I feel like every person I got my I've, best on today, so it's cool. <laughs> I feel like everybody, every, every time I've ever dated somebody, it has um, been, because I, 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 like a lot of people, are like insecure about petty stuff, or might not feel worthy in some instances, and I feel like when I date people initially, and it could be my, my own overanalyzation, is that I feel like I'm always chasing them or I'm the one like trying and I'm the one like I like them more initially. And the reason I say everything is not always textbook because when it always play out, like most of the time we do actually date or I date, we do actually maybe get in a relationship at the end of it and the roles flip. And so I feel like it's not necessarily always textbook just because that person might wow. not have been, might not have been as 
receiving you don't necessarily know the reason it could be they were jaded it could be because they were burned it could be because they were just apprehensive because maybe they really did like you and they didn't want to like it's just so many things that play into that so when it all comes out at the end of the day it might not always be as black and white because that guy that is not texting you back or not calling you or doesn't necessarily want to hang out with you all the time maybe he's avoiding it because he does like you and he don't he's not ready you know what i'm saying like it's so many things that could be happening that it might not just be because he a fuck boy it could really be because you know what he might not he might be scared you know what i'm saying like you might be ready and he might be scared and so like when that when you guys actually do get in that relationship the, the roles flip because that's happened to me on multiple occasions i felt like i was like pining after somebody and i'm like damn i feel desperate or i feel this way i feel that way and then we actually get together and the roles flip and so i definitely think that everything is situational you never really know for sure but i definitely feel like that you should you should go for the person that is you know definitely seeking you out and making it known that they want you because i feel like that feels good it feels genuine it feels better to be courted and desired and liked i feel like as women we need that and you should do that. I mean, if, if you like that person and they're, like, coming at you like that and making it on that they want you, especially as you get older, you desire that more. So I feel like that's, if that's what, you know, you need, I feel like it's definitely important to go after that. I think nowadays everybody is, like, you know, every, like, situation is like a gunfight where both sides have, like, pistols aimed and ready. Nobody's ready to pull the trigger. Like, I can see that. Both, it was a, um, both sides are scared. Like, everybody... Y'all seen the means. Everybody don't want to be played. Nobody wants to be played. And this and that. Like, look, Everybody playing games. Look, sometimes, and I'm speaking from experience. Sometimes that loss that will help you way more than a fucking win. Like losses help way more than wins. If you can, if you're constantly winning, like you constantly getting the person that you want, you constantly, you know, you you got free reign. Like you get, I can get any chick I want to. Like, yeah, that's cool. But sometimes that's not the the best route to go. That's not the you know what I'm saying? That's not what you're supposed to strive for. You're supposed to get the right person for you at that moment. But a lot of people don't have that patience and that mentality to be like, okay, well, I think I'm off this. I think this is the best for me. Like, I'm tired of being lonely. Like, this is this is it. And it's like, no, that's not it. But you'll learn that that's not it very shortly. So, you you know what I'm saying? You yeah. end up taking a loss anyway. You think you're winning, but you end up taking a loss. And obviously, and one thing I, I, I did want to add, I definitely learned that it's not good to pick based off your loneliness. Like, that's why I feel like it's really important to love yourself. Because I feel like if you if you, if you you decide, it's kind of like going to the grocery store when you're hungry. Like, you make bad decisions. So, I feel like if you're lonely and you're like, okay, and just need somebody you are gonna pick wrong i feel like it's it's just better to be more subtle like i feel like it's better to like have someone that just makes your life better so it's like if you are like your life needs to already be good you need to be good within yourself and content and happy whether it's with your career or your your friends or your family your religion whatever you find you know comfort in be comfortable where you are in your life and then someone could come along and just enhance that and i feel like that's what it needs to be about versus you picking on a loneliness because that's when you pick wrong and I feel like so it's more important to just like make sure you're grounded you know what you want you can be direct and deliberate in picking and making that decision is who you want to allow in your space instead of just like picking because of you're lonely or desperate or just feeling like you want to be needed and desired I mean we all want that but you yeah. just have to kind of like manage like the importance of it because like that's important like giving your your you're like giving someone that free reign over your emotions or over your body like those are really big decisions I just like we just have to make be we have to make better decisions and 
we have to be more picky about it because in real in reality you let someone into your soul i know like a lot of yeah, younger the, the, people the don't see sex as deep as is, i do in my as in my old age that energy connection is a powerful exactly. thing so it's like that energy that energy connection you're exchanging all of that with somebody else i just like you have to be more picky about it and it's and so and that's why it's best not to pick from a perspective of loneliness but to pick at, make an educated guess an educated decision rather yeah i mean don't pay attention to the butterflies pay attention to the actual pain like the physical pain like that gut feeling like yeah somebody can give you like butterflies and you know you all giddy and happy and smiley and shit like oh you get a text like you smiling and shit like that but you also had that feeling like yeah like all right well this motherfucker text me back but it was like three hours later right or how long is this gonna last right or like okay talk we, to them later or right next, you know what i'm saying like, all that kind of stuff like that so just think about it in the long term yeah, I mean, definitely pay attention to them, um, them kind of Jesus moments. I had a, I had one last week. I just realized. No, I, we'll talk about that. All right. <laughs> I do want to read this post that I was talking about. Um, girls talking about like how social media is. It said, girls, if you want to talk to my boyfriend, do it. He is a great conversationalist. But whatever conversation you have stays with you. I will get it from him. I am not in for it. I'm not in for what he said or what he did. If you haven't heard from him in a while and you want to check on him, go ahead. He might have missed you. If you think he is looking great today, what? And you maybe want to tell him, do it. Everyone loves fuck? a confidence boost. Hell, you can even confess your unspoken, undying love for him. And I would encourage you to do it because nobody should have to hold those feelings in. You see, I trust him. He made a promise to be loyal to me and I will hold him to that. And the thing is, if he breaks that promise, then I will take it up with him, not you. Because he made that promise, not you. I shouldn't watch every move he makes or every conversation he has with whoever he talks to. If you don't trust your significant other to have friends, regardless of the gender, then I have a word for you get rid of him all right so it started off terrible like it was shaky as fuck to start off last half yeah she she reeled it back in and spoke some real shit that first half i understand it but that 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 opens the door to a lot of shit it does to me i feel like stuff like posts like these are like bait what you're attracting when you put when you post these things is trash (laughs) the reason i say that is because like um what you're yeah what you're attracting when you post like that's trash like the guy who is the is you know i'm saying sending a good morning text to a whole bunch of bitches and fucking all his exes and um a on Twitter, sliding DMs. These are the guys that's gonna look at that like, yeah, trust me, even though they're not trustworthy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the guys like that that you're gonna attract. I know I keep referencing it, but the book that I was reading, it was saying stuff like that too. When you're a woman and you're at dinner and you are telling a guy like, oh, I have this, I have this, and you're telling your accolades or how much you make, and he's asking about your job and stuff like that. The only guy that's gonna impress is the user. It's not like the guy who is comfortable and financially stable himself and everything is not gonna be intrigued by the fact that you make 500k and you work for Fortune 500 companies, you name dropping shit. The guy who has his shit together and is equally successful doesn't care about that. That's not going to please him. That's not going to make him want you anymore. It's not going to make him think wedding bills and, you know what I'm saying, giving you his last name. Yeah. The only guy who's going to be attracted by that is the guy who wants to use you and abuse you for the things that you have. And the provider is not going to be turned on by that. And that's kind of what I'm getting from that post. It's just like the guy who actually wants to love you and care about you is not, but does not want to, does not need his ex to tell him that he looks nice today. Yeah. The guy who 
who you <laughs> that wants to really be with you does not need to have conversations with his, his ex girlfriend. Is not missing no. her and wants to speak to you because she he hasn't in a long time. Like she if, misses you. Like okay, so and the fuck. This is the shit I'm talking about. It's like the, the, so fake, and the, fuck. the fake, um, deep posts. It's like that. You're just really, like this is like likes. You're trying to get likes from men. It's like yeah, trust me. You don't care when I'm on the phone and texting my girl, my ex girlfriend. It's not. nothing. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's really what those no. type of people that you're going to attract with that. You're going to attract the fuckboys of the world putting shit like this out into the universe. And that's pretty what it goes back to. When people do so much stuff like likes and attention. Like, oh, I'm a cool girlfriend. I'm not going to trip on you. I'm not going to go through your phone. I don't care. Show you cheated. She had a fat ass. Like, that's just not <laughs> like, that's you You see love in that? I don't. I don't. But whatever. I, mean, I, I think, yeah, look, you got to hope. The main thing about the loneliness, look, yeah, it's it's gonna be struggles. Sometimes that shit hurt. It's definitely a, a deterrent. You want companionship and every everything, but for the most part, man, you gotta make people earn that shit. Absolutely. That's that's it. People gotta earn your time. People gotta earn your body. People gotta earn. You know what I'm saying? Your loyalty. Don't be out here being loyal to a motherfucker that's not loyal to you. Absolutely. Don't be, you know, don't anticipate a text from a motherfucker that's not texting you back regularly. Like, stop doing that. Value yourself first and foremost, and then everything will fall into place. You'll be put in the situation that you need to be put in. Absolutely. Well, that's going to wrap it up for the topic for today. So, here, just what's grinding your gears? Anxiety. Okay. So, um, yesterday I was at Walmart and, you know, Walmart on a Sunday before back to school and shit. You know, I was buying some household essentials and, yeah, I couldn't do it. It was too many people, not enough lines open, too much money potentially coming out of my bank account. Started breathing heavy, um, you know what I'm saying? Felt like I had to throw up and shit like that. So, I left the whole cart in Walmart. Like, I had, like, you know, poultry and shit like that, vegetables. Well, not vegetables. I went to the fruit market, so I took care of all that. But, you know, I had, like I said, household essentials, and it was just like, no, I can't. At this point in time, I can't do this shit. And, you know, it's a struggle that a lot of people had, that a lot of people aren't willing to acknowledge. People just, oh, well, you know, I, I, I just said fuck it and left it alone. Like, no, that's your anxiety plan. It's trick on you. Like, a lot of times when you have that fucking mentality, that's just your anxiety planning with your mind. Like, mm-hmm. address that shit. Like, take some time out, chill, reassess the, you know, reassess the situation, and then make the the best decision for you. But acknowledge the fact that you have a problem. That's right. Yeah. So anxiety, fuck anxiety. Um, anybody who experiences stuff like that, please go out and get some treatment, some help for that, because it's very, very serious. Never know when that shit gonna strike either. Um, well, for me this week, um, I guess like stress really. I'm really hard on myself, and so it's just like you are way too hard on yourself. <laughs> I'm extremely hard on myself, and so I've just been kind of like really, 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 really stressed out, and really like just, just really, I don't know, just, just a mess, really. And so I'm just kind of like disappointed in myself because I'm just being so hard on myself, and like not giving myself any chance to just be human and be flawed and live in that flawed, flawed sense of self and be okay with it. And um, I'm putting too much stock in the wrong things and just doing too much, really. And so that's really just been stressing me out. And I'm just trying to move past 
podcasting and trying to be more positive and really trying to focus on having this positive um, outlook on everything, which is going to be hard. If you know me personally, you know that I am super pessimistic. So that sounds like work, like a motherfucker. It's a test. Um, a test baby. So I'm going to try my best to be positive and just all those things like that. So I guess it's not necessarily grinding my gears, but it's what I'm trying to get to stop grinding my gears. And I'm going to do that by trying to be more positive. So um, anyway, so I mean, to put that in perspective. I've actually been the positive one out of this friendship and shit lately. Like, I'm. But you've always been more positive than me. I'm a negative person. I know that. Though. I mean, I'm just saying, put it in perspective for you know people who don't necessarily know us. Like, oh, I mean, I'm, I'm very honest about that. Anybody like, who knows me, who comes across me that I'm close with, knows that I'm a pessimistic person. Like, like my so, friends know that about so me. So fucking Eeyore over here is is helping fucking. What were you? What you want to be a I'm tigger? Tigger. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, this see, that's the thing though. I feel like on the surface though. See, that's the thing on. The the show i'm transparent i say my shit but isn't it on my i feel like the reason it's different is because hendrix like wears that on his face like the fact that he is kind of like like just like a sad puppy like he looks like that fuck you <laughs> He looks like how he feels on the inside. <laughs> I don't. So that's why I feel like most of the time with like my bullshit and my struggles and the things that I go through, like I'm all smiling all the time. I'm really big on not burdening other people with my problems. So people who only people who know that my house is on fire most of the time is me. Unless I tell you. So it's like my friends know that about me, so they know that I'm pessimistic. They know that I overanalyze and I have problems dealing with certain things. Like my yeah. friends and my family know that about me. But if you don't know me personally, look at them and you won't because I'm rainbows and butterflies and cheery and happy and hey how are you doing like i can do all of that and hate people in real life you know what i'm saying like i i have different layers where it's like i can hide that yeah. hendrix wears that shit on his face like don't fucking talk to me you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so that's what i'm saying it's yeah. a different i mean that's, it's a definitely a contrast i figure out how to analyze whether like she's like for real for real like because i text you like you straight <laughs> yeah i'm good no bro you straight it's like yeah i guess mm-hmm. like see <laughs> See, I know. Yeah, because like, <laughs> the thing, I've been, I've been, I'm always the person that's strong for everybody. So I really don't burn my problem, my other people, with my problems. I kind of just cook in my own shit. Like I just steep in my firehouse. But whatever. Anyways, Hendrix, tell them where they can reach you. You can reach me on Instagram and Twitter at Noli Hendrix. That is at N O E L L Y H E N D R I X. Where can I reach you at, Casey? You can reach me on IG and Twitter at K underscore in real life. That's K A Y. Wait, is that my name on? <laughs> yes, unless you changed it. Wait, yes, that's, I'm so slow. That's it's still, a, still your name. See, this is what I mean when I say I'm dingy. Sorry, S K Y underscore I N R E E L L I F E, and that is on Twitter and on Instagram. If you want to reach us, you can do so by um, contacting us on Facebook and on Twitter at the Two AM Podcast. That is the number two, and again, also that email is as Two AM Podcast at gmail with the number two as well. If you want to ask us any questions or a politic with us talk to us we're always down for that all right you can find us on soundcloud google play apple Podcasts, stitcher pod knife pods and colors Podern family podmosphere wherever um once again big shout out to john salvatore for having us as last week's we all went certified on the johnny effect we appreciate it we definitely do and check him out also he's hilarious and he's a dope ass individual like most of the people in our family is we all in pattern family always uh dope and good people i love it i always love it so much so much greatness in our little club yeah it's a cool kids club
<laughs> you're not in it though mm-hmm. anyway <laughs> the mental health tip for this week i'm kind of switching gears a little bit i also want to talk about stuff that's kind of like harmful for your mental health as well and so this week what i was thinking about especially for myself really it was the importance of like um not ignoring or storing hurt feelings and the reason i want to say that is because i know i was talking about positive vibes in the main show and it's really important because i'm really good for like ignoring and storing my hurt feelings and kind of like basking in my own sadness my own self-pity and stuff like that and it's really important not to do that it's really important to like talk it out or like just like let it be known or just kind of like moving past it and trying to be more positive instead of being negative about it you have to like let that negativity go let the hurt go and don't store those feelings you kind of just have to like move through them move past them and just kind of deal and don't store it and don't harbor that hurt that resentment or anything like that just be positive and that's what I'm trying to do I'm trying to be more positive and um have a more I guess positive vibes you know positive vibes only and kind of just move forward it's really important to keep pushing forward and not stay stagnant because when you stay stagnant that's how you harbor that those negative feelings and ideals and you don't prosper and be positive and stuff like that i know i'm good for that i'm guilty of it and i don't want you guys to have this struggle for the same fate as i do time and time again i'm taking my own advice and that is um what i have for you guys as far as the you know mental health tip for the week quick piggyback something i've learned recently is it doesn't matter like how how other people perceive you like nagging and shit like that address any issues that you have with anybody like if you you know you have that shit on your heart let that shit go like they can ignore it they can tell you crazy all this and all that once you let it off your chest you good let them deal with it how they want to deal with it but get that shit off your chest that shit will kill you yeah, I'm sorry about the piggyback off that. It was something, it was something that I uh, heard on the Black Girls Rock program, and I think um, I don't want to pronounce her name wrong. So the daughter from Blackish, and then Issa Rae also reiterated it was just kind of like so many times we describe ourselves by what we're not instead of describing ourselves by what we are, and so like we use like okay, well you know, like, like um, she was saying like you know I learned what um, black was because it wasn't white. I learned what you know feminine was because it wasn't masculine like you learn about stuff like but by what it's not instead of what it actually is and i feel like that's really important and i feel like it's easy we do that a lot we do that as people and we shouldn't you know what i'm saying we can actually just like describe something individually without it being based off anything else and we need to do that with ourselves and that is hella stupid important but all right i'm done preaching to you guys i'm preaching to myself like i hope y'all know this is therapeutic for me too like it's not just me like i feel like i'm talking to you and i'm not i'm talking to us we're on this together day 26 is back together what's good all right anyways okay i'm sorry i had a moment anyway so um (laughs) any last words for the people yes to relate to this show um with the whole loneliness factor just remember a meaningful silence is always better than meaningless words Hmm, i like that all right guys we'll catch you next week peace out peace bye